A few years ago, one of the kids in my online coaching program said to me, Coach Rebecca, I wish we could just go to a gym and have you as our coach. We would all be so happy and so confident. And that warmed my heart and I was like, oh my gosh, that would be the best. And that comment stuck with me for years. So now I'm going to do something about it. I am inviting gymnasts from all over the country to join me for the first ever Confident Gymnast Camp this August 3rd and 4th. This camp is all about breaking through mental blocks. So if you're struggling with a skill and you want me and my team to help you break through in real time, then check out confidentgymnast.com for details. Hi guys, on today's podcast, we're talking about performance anxiety. As we get closer to competition, it's really important to front load confidence. So today I'm going to talk about why nerves happen, the real problem that causes the performance anxiety, and how to make failure your superpower that actually increases your confidence and gets you rolling into season feeling like nothing can stop you. Let's go. Welcome to the Perform Happy Podcast, where athletes and their support squad come to learn the secret weapon for sports success. I'm your host, Rebecca Smith. First, I was a scaredy cat gymnast, then a coach. Now I'm a sports psychology expert and a parent. Athletes, whether you're feeling stuck or you're having the best season of your life, I'm here to help you reach peak performance and maximum enjoyment. Hey everybody, I'm Coach Rebecca Smith and I'm here to talk to you about performance anxiety. It's October, some people are already competing, some people are ramping up to get to that point where they're going to start competing. So as we get closer to what I call nervous November, I want to make October, which is right around the corner and I cannot even believe it, all about building confidence. So the more that you can front load your confidence before the crazy stress of season hits you, the better you're going to be able to just cruise through it. So what I call performance anxiety is anything that causes you to sort of freeze up under pressure or make stupid mistakes. I even noticed this when I was learning compulsory gymnastics routines when I was a coach and I was in Reno in this big convention center with a bunch of coaches all doing this level four beam routine or whatever. And I'm doing it and I'm in my zone and I'm like, oh, I'm doing so great. I'm really catching on. And then I see some random person walk by and like I catch that their eyes are on me and I like fall out of my turn immediately. So this, this can happen on a micro scale and on a, you know, big major scale, like, you know, winter Olympics, Nathan Chen goes in and he's like just killing it and he, and he gets to Olympic finals and then falls apart. So that's something Brady Tonell, I think, did the same exact thing. These these really incredible athletes who have all eyes on them fall apart because they get nervous. So there's a reason why these athletes who do really great in practice or maybe even in smaller competitions start to underperform when it counts. And the main reason is because they care. They care so much. They put their blood, sweat, and tears into it. They try and try and try. They work so hard. And they're out there and they're vulnerable and then they fall apart or they make a mistake or they just, they don't do what you know they're capable of doing. Then on the other side of the coin, there's those kids who seem like they just don't care at all. And they're like slacking in practice. And then they get to the meet and they're like, oh, cool. That kid won. Great. Great for my kid who 
always works really, really hard and does so great in practice. And then she goes to competition and gets beat by the kid who seems like she doesn't even care. There's a reason that caring, and I'm not saying you need to stop caring. There's actually a a different solution, but the caring is part of the problem. The real problem is fear of failure. And that is caused by perfectionism. So if you have a mini perfectionist or even a, um, a larger size perfectionist, or maybe you are a perfectionist, I, I identify as a recovering perfectionist, but that's, you come with this concept of like black and white thinking all or nothing. You're either perfect or you're failing and there's nowhere in between. So what happens is you're going out there and you're basically like, either I am perfect or I am a failure. And it's not just I failed, but I am a failure. And not being able to cope with that feeling of failure or even the potential of failure actually sends the mind into this self-protective, I'm about to be eaten by a tiger mode. So then these kids are like, I'm running away from a tiger, which is really just a beam judge looking at me. And really doesn't matter if you make a mistake in competition. In the grand scheme of things, it really doesn't. You know, this will not be your last state meet. This will not be your last nationals. Ideally, this would not be your last Olympics. You know, whatever you're going into, if you go in with that black or white thinking, that all or nothing, that fail or be perfect, you're going to have anxiety. So what people try to do to overcome performance anxiety is they try to get perfect. They try to work harder. They try to push harder. They try to think more. They stop trusting their training. They stop trusting their bodies. And then they start overthinking, which creates doubt and tension and just like this anxiety snowball builds. So that's the the typical way that these kids try to overcome that anxiety is just get perfect, work harder, think more. And that's not what works. Okay. So what actually works is not being so hard on yourself. I know a lot of you perfectionists out there will be like, but if I let up, if I take my foot off the gas, then I'll fail. No, actually that's not true. Trusting yourself. That same thing that you do in practice, because it doesn't really matter if you mess up. You're like, yeah, I'm just going to trust this one. I'm not going to overthink it. I'm just going because there's nobody watching because it doesn't matter. That trust that you can cultivate in practice, you can absolutely bring to performance. I promise you it's, it's a hundred percent possible. You have to be kind to yourself. You know, if you make a mistake in warm up and you're like, Oh, stupid, stupid. What's wrong with me? Dang it. Why did I do that? Oh no. Everyone's going to be so disappointed. Instead, if you went, Oh shoot. Okay. Let's work on this. Nice try self. Let's get back up there. That makes a humongous difference. The way that you relate to yourself in those moments of potential failure are the make or break. And then the, probably the most important thing is what do you do with failure? Now, nobody is perfect, obviously, and you've all experienced failure. So what do you do with that failure? Do you either take all of your failures and you put them in a little box full of shameful, horrible things we never want to speak of and pretend it didn't happen and hope nobody remembers, even though it's the only thing you ever think about anytime you think about competing? That's one option. Or you take those failures and you learn from them and you use them and you turn them into your superpower. There is so much wisdom in those failures that it is absolutely the staircase you climb to success is failure. 
Okay. So if you're, if you're able to shift your mindset away from the perfectionism and onto what really works, you turn your failure into a superpower. That's going to give you this confidence that allows you to trust yourself. So with that all in mind, you're like, coach Rebecca, how do I embrace failure? How do I get confident? Ah, I'm so glad you asked. We are putting on a challenge right now. You know, we love challenges around here. This one is probably my all-time favorite challenge. I know all of the kids in Perform Happy just rant and rave about this challenge, and I'm going to give it to you, even if you're not a Perform Happy member. Okay, this is a very rare occurrence. So if you want to do our seven-day superhero confidence challenge, start to give yourself that foundation of confidence so that you don't have to worry about performance anxiety, so that you know how to deal with failure, so that you're nicer to yourself, so that you can come out at the end of the week kind of like ready to rock, then you can sign up right now. It's at completeperformancecoaching.com slash superhero, completeperformancecoaching.com slash superhero. I would love to have you join us and participate. And I can't wait to hear how much more confident you are at the end of the week. So check it out. I can't wait to see you there and I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Perform Happy Podcast. If you're ready to unlock your maximum sport potential, head over to performhappy.com and join us. You'll be training alongside world champion athletes and Olympic hopefuls. And I will personally take you through my research-based system for overcoming fear and mental blocks, building confidence, and finding your flow. I'm coach Rebecca Smith, and I'll see you next time.